All right, so been a bit as it usually is, but I've been back home since, let's see, sometime in September or October, I forget. So I've been still settling in and people are like, why does it take you so long to settle in? That's just the way it goes for me. Usually takes a couple months for me to get rearranged and it's getting cold here and I hate the cold as everyone knows. So, but I still like doing this when I have time, but I started a new job as a chef, um, working for a friend of mine, good guy, uh, teaching me and helping me unlearn certain things too in the kitchen, but it's, it's been going good and it's a good job. Um, but yeah, I still want to do the podcast cause I enjoy doing this stuff. And for whatever reason, my friends get a kick about hearing me talk about crap. They've probably already heard me go over a hundred times. Um, but some people haven't heard all my stories from Hawaii and people have been asking, and instead of doing one of my written rants, I'll just do one of these cause it's way freaking easier. So, and there, you know me, there's always a point to it. There's always some kind of pseudo message or whatever the hell you want to call it. But there is a point to this. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you the story about the time I attempted surfing. And anyone knows what I look like now. Uh, me on a surfboard, I probably look like a freaking dino nugget to a shark. So me trying to surf probably <coughs> looked ridiculous on the outside. And I felt ridiculous on the inside, as you can imagine. Um, ten years ago, had you told me to get on a surfboard, I probably would have done a better job. Um, but this time it was just, yeah, it's not the same. But since I was in Hawaii, um, that was the thing to do. And I was there for six months. And I only went to the beach a handful of times because I was always busy or working. <clears throat> but... Uh, the first time I was taken out surfing, um, like a lot of my stories, when it comes to missionary work, I was surrounded by Canadians. So these um, three Canadian girls tried to teach me how to surf. And they, they're they Canadian, so by Canadian law, they have to be nice to everyone about everything, including someone like me. And they're trying to teach me an overweight, short, you know, 30-something-year-old how to balance and everything and how to do everything on a surfboard. And they were very patient, as you can imagine. Again, because they're Canadian, they have to be. Um, but it was fun and frustrating all at once. Just because you wouldn't know it by looking at me, but I used to be a good athlete. So, and certain things just came easy, and I took it for granted. So when I got out of shape, and things got hard, it got frustrating. So, one of the hardest parts about surfing, I learned very quickly, is just getting out. And you have to time it with the wave, and you have to have balance, and all this, all, all this other crap I don't have. You have to have stamina, I don't really have uh, much of that anymore. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just crazy. So... I'm paddling out, trying to get there, and I'm huffing and puffing. Wave comes in, wipes me out, and I'm back on the beach like a freaking shipwreck, you know. And a couple of the times, I finally get out there, and my friend Amy's out in the distance, and she's, you know, she's paddling out there like it's nothing. And I'm like, every time I look up, I think I'm getting close enough to where I'm catching up. And I'm paddling for God knows how long. Probably was only like maybe 15, 20 minutes, but it felt like an hour. 
of course. Um, being a former chain smoker didn't help either um, with my lungs, obviously. So I'm paddling out, doing my thing. I think I'm getting close every time I look up. I swear she's further out. She probably was, but I was not getting any closer. Eventually, I get to the point where I'm just spent. So, eventually I get out to the point where I'm good. I'm supposed to hit a wave, but I forgot some of the tips and end up wiping out. My body's spent. I know if I keep going out there, one of these poor Canadian girls is going to have to swim over and rescue me. And this may not sound nice, but I'm way too prideful to have that happen to me. And I'm not dying in the ocean and being shark bait because my sister had a dream. And my niece had a dream that that's how I would die. I know that's weird, but that's the truth. So, went back in. When I got in... You know, I'm scuffed up from hitting rocks and all kinds of crap. But I had this weird sense of accomplishment. At the same time, still frustrated, as you can imagine. Just because I'm used to being good at physical activity. It's the one thing I was normally good at. No longer good at it. So we get back, and I'm sore all over. I'm a little burnt, too, because I'm white as crap. But talking to the guys, when I get back to the base and we're going over different things about surfing, and they were all really happy, like, we should go tomorrow. Externally, I was like, yeah, man, let's go surf, and I can do that. Internally, I'm dying. Because I know when I wake up, I'm sore now, but when I wake up, I'm going to be stiff. And that's what happened. I was stiff. So a bunch of the guys, by the way, all the guys have like 10 years, you know, you know, less than me. And they're all in pretty good shape, too. And I am what I am. So, yet again, we go out. And this time I did a little bit better. It only took me, I think, two times to paddle out instead of like four or five. And I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. And of course, like people are showing up on the beach. Other friends are coming out and they're paddling out and they're passing me and they're getting where the waves are. I finally get to the point where the waves are at. And I, and I start, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand up. And most people don't stand up the first couple times and surf. I learned that the hard way. Um, so I get out there. I see a wave coming. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. And I go to get up and I put my hands in the exact position I'm not supposed to. So because of that, yeah, totally wiped out. And I've been, again, the same routine of trying to paddle out more and more and more. And getting frustrated as crap about it. So, eventually, um, I accepted my defeat. And the guys were very nice and very kind about it, thank God. Um, And they understood that I was new. And I feel like an old dog, of course. But they were like, you'll get it, man. You're new at this. It's okay. And being all supportive and, and stuff like that. So, which is great. But at the same time, as a man, you still... Yeah, you still feel like you should have been able to do it. That's just me too. But again, my the people I train with and other things expected you to get it the first day. I know that sounds psychotic, and they probably were psychotic, but a lot of them, that's just how it was. Um, but I noticed my frustration was coming from a weird spot. 
and it went beyond something normal. I was getting, I hate using this word because the connotation behind it, but I was getting uh, triggered by not being able to do it. Um, so I started doing some digging as far as like, I'm one of those weird people that I have to introspect and sort, you know, that's just my personality. I have to understand what I'm feeling and why to be settled and you know, that's also maturity. I don't care how that sounds. That's, you know, if you're a man, you need to know how to sort yourself as much as you can. Yes, you need help sometimes from people. Yes, we all need therapy. Trust me, been there. But by a certain point in life, you should know how to take better care of yourself mentally and emotionally. There's tools out there, boys and girls. Um, so I started sorting and it, it goes back to the root of, you know, I have... Um, I have ADHD, which sucks. So those who have ADHD, you already know what I'm talking about. If you don't have it, um, imagine trying all day to focus and understand. And when everyone else seems to already be able to focus and understand and missing the target probably 90% of the time. You know, I, I'm sure there's a better analogy or explanation for it, but I don't have one yet. Um, so for me, learning, uh, anything, anything is a weird process mixed with like a reverse engineering style of having to put my own kind of way into it and then relearning it and then teaching myself. It's really weird. It's a really weird mixture. I don't even know how to explain it, but that's how I have to, um, yeah, that's how I have to try to learn. And there's times I still don't get it. Like, even, like, basic math. Oh, my gosh. It's it's insane. Like, school was such a struggle. So, I, like I said, the point of me saying all this with the ADHD and all that stuff, we all have limitations that we need to accept. I hate limitations. But who doesn't? We live in a weird time where... You know, the Facebook philosophy and the Instagram crap and all these influencers. And a little side note quick, too, about influencers. Anyone, that's not a real job. That's not a real thing, okay? Influencers are like our modern-day wannabe philosophers, okay? They're just, most of these influencers are full of crap. And they all copy-paste the same quotes, the same nonsense. It's just, it's stupid. It's stupid. Influencers are... Usually people, most of them at least, are in their 20s with no real life experience who want to make money on Instagram and not get a real job and do real things and get their hands dirty. So that's my little rant about that. Anyway, back to the point. Um, people don't want to accept their limitations because they're told they don't have to or they shouldn't. And, you know, there's other parts to that too that I won't get into because I try to stay out of politics and, and you know, the social justice crap that's a headache and we're, we're all tired of that. We need a break. Um, but he, um, yeah, there's a quote where like he who lacks discipline, you know, lacks progress. Well, you know, knowing the limitations goes along with that. Um, I had to learn my limitations and I had to learn that I'm very limited at a very young age. Very frustrating, very intimidating, even in my 30s. When I have to learn something new, I have to do like a brace for impact kind of thing. And it's really embarrassing because honestly, 
Again, those who um, this is not a pity thing. This is me just explaining my own limitations and me trying to encourage people that you shouldn't be afraid of it. That you should seek it because when you know your limitations, you can go from there. And yes, you know, uh, you know, because I'm a Christian, I'm going to put a religious, you know, spin to it. You know, Bible talks about, you know, Jesus doing, um, being able to work through anyone um, with any cause. And there's a laundry list of people. Uh, in the Bible he used. And I won't get into that right now because you should really look it up for yourself, okay? I'm not going to spoon feed you the gospel right now. That's your job to look it up. Um, but there's a lot of people in the Bible that had huge limitations uh, between mental health, social status, gender, age, you name it, okay? So, like I said, but the ADHD thing, we are always feeling like we have to play catch up. We are always feeling like we have to... Um, also make up for lost time and also we have to somehow prove that we can quote unquote hang with everyone when really we can't we can and we can't um, like I said it, it takes me probably two or three times as long to learn something and get it down trying to master something and because fo- our focus is part of the issue so people with ADHD struggle with uh, dopamine levels and dopamine levels for those who don't know um is like the rewarding system in your brain. So it's the chemical that gets released when something good or something um, triggers something in your mind for a positive response. And that can be something as far as a job promotion, um, a new relationship, or it can be a chemical response like sugar or nicotine. So our, our dopamine levels can easily drop. And a lot of people with ADHD, until they get help and control, they will struggle by bouncing around from jobs, relationships, um, they will uh, start and stop projects and hobbies, and I've, you know, I've been guilty of all of that, you know, again, until I got help, now, I don't take any medication for it, I don't really like medication, don't like drugs, had my experience with medication, didn't like it, did not like it, Uh, because you don't feel like yourself, and really, a lot of the medication out there for people like me all it does is just make you a zombie it doesn't really help you it just makes you more tolerable to people and that's not living that's just another way to castrate someone really so again all that being said that's my limitation and you learn how to work within that and you learn how to how to really struggle marcus aurelius um, was a Roman emperor and he was regarded as a great philosopher as well um, but he had a good quote that's, he said that life is more like a wrestling match than a marathon and he's right it is and I'm not saying that just because I was a wrestler I'm saying that because that's, that's the truth um, it's the struggle and the struggle is worth it the struggle is what it is um, in some days and some seasons it's way worse than others trust me it really is um, right now, I'm, you know, I'm personally, I'm recovering from a million and one things. I have a million life changes going on. And, you know, along with the ADHD, we struggle with change because it's new rules. It's new habits. It's new focus. It's, it's new everything. So we have to drop what we're doing and try to restart again. That's incredibly overwhelming and taxing. And part of why I'm not able to have the energy or time to do this because my focus is, is on everything else. Um, but the reason I say all this again is is knowing your limitations is a strength, not a weakness. Um, understanding your limitations um, and accepting it is a part of maturity and a part of growing up.
And eventually you do learn to uh, not just cope, but you can not just survive either, but you do thrive. Um, and you learn to take better care of yourself. Uh, you have friends and family that know what you're like and they can understand, hopefully, try to understand uh, where you're coming from and why you dip um, and why you, you know, maybe you can't, you're not really there as far as your energy or maybe you're not there as far as their level or maybe you're just not, you know, maybe you're in that weird season. Um, you know, I have a friend who, um, <clears throat> you know, he couldn't read really well. Um, but <clears throat> at the same time was mechanically one of the most gifted people I've ever met. So the reading took a lot for him, um, to work through obviously in school, but now he's a master mechanic, um, making crazy money and doing really well for himself and he has a family and he's, he's thriving but he learned to push through those limitations he learned what he liked and enjoyed and he has a great career out of it you know and it's you know it still frustrates him sometimes because well, just like him you know I, when I struggle with numbers and they get all even a simple math problem it's really sad like if I like if I'm playing Monopoly and I roll the dice I have to think about it and that sounds really ridiculous right I have to actually stop and think about it and other people will know the number before I am, even though I will the dice. It's embarrassing. That's how it is for me. His problem is, okay, you have a simple, like, if he was trying to read Dr. Seuss or something, he would have to take his time. Again, the man is not stupid. The man could look at an engine and not even think about it and know what's wrong. Like, he's that, he really is that gifted. That's not an exaggeration. So, yeah, along with the limitations, you find out what you're good at. You find out what you're passionate about. And you go from there and you can make a pretty good life out of it. And I'm still learning and unlearning that stuff, even in my 30s. Um, I'm still learning what that means, along with other people in my life, too, and, and how that meshes with everyone. Because, you know, I still have days where I feel like I'm playing catch-up with my people that are close to me. I still feel like you know, I'm always surrounded by intelligent people. And I have no idea what they want to do with me or why they would be my friends or anything. But for whatever reason they are, like my best friend is genius-level intellect. Why he would want to be best friends with me, I have no idea. But either, and God bless him for it. Um, so yeah, that's just one of my little rants I had tucked away for a little while. Um, just because I can. Um, I'm going to do more of these. They're going to be more organized as, uh, <clears throat> as I heal up and I kind of get my head together. And uh, I continue to sort everything. But... Um, as we go along too, I'll have, I'd like, a, I'm looking for actually for a co-host to do this with, um, and have guests on like I did before with other podcasts, but to make it sound more professional and more interesting, cause me just talking over instrumentals is not enough. And I know that, trust me. So, but I enjoy doing this and other people have asked for it and I appreciate people's support and people for whatever reason, wanting to hear me rant about random crap in my life. Um, but I like to get outside of that and outside of myself because that's, I don't care. I want to talk about other things with the people as far as ideas. Ideas are what I want to talk about. Experiences are what I, is what I want to talk about. Um, I can share mine, but there's a million other people that I know that are way more interesting. So after a little bit of time and, uh, some more reboots, um, we'll have that. So thanks for listening guys. Mm -hmm.